Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show from this STMM Digital Studio. I want to I want to thank you for, for joining us for this constant celebration of the people who make Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. As I said in the past, the STMM Digital is the uh, advertising and marketing arm of Supertalk Mississippi, and I'm thrilled to have them as a studio sponsor now. It's the, it, the and they're a best-in-class digital. Uh, effort that's serving clients all across all across this great state of Mississippi. Um, by the way, if you are an owner or have responsibilities for digital advertising at your company and you're frustrated, I can understand why that is. Uh, you're frustrated by your by your digital efforts. Reach out to STMM Digital. I think you'll be glad you did. I'm a former digital media CEO, so I understand that that world of business extremely well, and I can highly recommend the uh, the, the great team at STMM Digital. Uh, if you reach out to them, you're going to be glad you did. I can absolutely assure you that. Listen, we have a great show today, but before we get to our guest, uh, my friend Angela Singletary, I want to bring my producer, uh, my partner in crime, Kyle Curley, into the conversation and just, first of all, say good morning. How you doing, Kyle? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good. So Kyle's got a little bit of a different camera angle because he did an update on his windows. And as uh, as we often find ourselves, uh, we're having to sort of use a backup plan. But he he figured it all out and we got good we got good sound and we've got Kyle kind of at an angle. And uh, I appreciate how I said this morning that he's a pretty resilient dude. But thank you for for being so resilient. Oh, you're welcome. It's just one of those things you just have to deal with, you know, when crazy things happen and you think updates are the best thing in the world. And then all of a sudden it just disables a feature that it's hard to track down and really not sure if (laughs) uninstalling the feature is going to work or not. So I figured out later. Well, I've said of Kyle a bunch of times that he is a jack of all trades. He has operational responsibilities, technology responsibilities. He does voice really across the state. And uh, he does music in the Superdome during the Saints games. Uh, I'm assuming you were there this past weekend. I was, and it was um, it was an interesting um, interesting affair, I guess. You know, for the past, I guess, ever since COVID, it uh, you know been kind of catering to the players and what they want. And then uh, right before the game, I'd say about 9:45 that morning. I was asked to bring in more rock <laughs> and spread it out a little bit because that's what the fans wanted. I'm like, oh, okay, good time to tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did the pl- your players lean a little bit more toward hip hop or what? What's their? Yeah, what's their they genre? do. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly yeah. The players are more of a hip hop New Orleans vibe, and yeah. then uh, the fans kind of is, is a hodgepodge mix. So we just mixed it up a little bit. It was fun. Well, what's interesting, and we can we can remind people about this, that uh, your job is really, really interesting because the NFL 
sort of has a pretty tight lid over certain music they don't want, and the Saints have a lot of input. You, you try to consider that those are the players. Um, but to do your job well, you have to be a little bit of a chameleon, don't you? Yeah, you do, and it was, you know, mixing in the rock. To me, I was telling some uh, friends, some guys that I had just met after the game, that was a kind of funny story as well. Um, I got to meet uh, Tommy the Dreamer, the wrestler, and uh, Josh V, who's big in the rock music scene. He's drummer and does all kinds of different instruments for Nita Strauss and her solo projects, also her fiance. Um, and Nita plays guitar for Alice Cooper. Anyway, kind of started to ramble. They ended up using my tickets for the game, and our announcer, David Manning Storm, brought them up into the booth afterwards and they just kind of raved about the different mix, how it was really, they haven't seen that before with the mix of the rock and the hip hop, because uh, like Josh was saying, he's always at the Rams games. Yeah. Nita Strauss works for the Rams and does uh, the national anthem on guitar before games and whatnot. And he says, it's all hip hop there. And he goes, this was kind of like a breath, breath of fresh air. And it, kind of made me feel good in the end because, you know, something I just really, I mean, I don't, I'm always planned for it, not really planned for it, but I'm always ready for the change. So. Well, look, man, I mean, for people who know the WCPR story, incidentally, number one station in the market, we'll have Kenny Vest coming on uh, next few days to talk more about that. But you, you were part of that team from the very beginning and their unique approach to how they, how they listen to music and, and try to have bands that come on that station that are fit for WCPR. And they've done it for over 20 years and they still do it today. And that's given you incredible insight into rock music. I mean, you're walking, I'm, I'm sure, a history book of rock music. Yeah, that's kind of what I was telling Josh was like the rock stuff is kind of old hat because of my background and um he was another crazy story about that. Uh, him was he was telling us about his first concert was in the Superdome and it was for Metallica and Guns N' Roses. And that was back in 1992. And I'm like, holy cow, that, your first concert, that was the first day I got hired in radio, literally got hired at the studio for the radio station in uh, Gulfport turned around and the guy gave me tickets and that was my introduction into the world. And I'm like, we were at both the same show, two milestones for each of us. And here we are back, you know, 2023 and meeting each other. It was really cool for me. How, how, how cool is it for a rock guitarist icon to use your ticket to get in the game and to be able to spend time with you like that? That's, that had to have been a thrill. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm still waiting on Storm to send me the pictures we took afterwards. I didn't want to ask. And as they were going to tour, I was leaving. And Tommy the Dreamer, what a great, humble guy. He goes, hey, man, you want to get a picture? Sure. Uh, my <laughs> phone's packed in my bag. Hang on. And Storm goes, no, I got mine. I'll just send it to you. Perfect. All right. Wow. Two that, great that's guys. Cool. It, it was unbelievable. It was a good start to the season, in my opinion. <laughs> Hey, listen, I was, you know, there's a lot to say about the game and we'll, we'll move to Angela now, but I'll just want point out one thing. And, and that is the, the team at NOLA.com at the times pick union, Jeff Duncan among them said that probably the best thing that came out of that game was no serious injuries and a really good look at our new cornerback, man. That was something to watch, wasn't it? Yeah. The first team looked really good on both sides of the ball. 
Yeah, it was really good. They're worried about second team, but we don't know. We, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But they sure did look good. What number one's to number one? They look good. Yeah, they did. Anyway, thanks for for your work. We, we're excited yeah. about you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was saying yeah, no problem. Yeah, we're going to be rolling out the Ricky Matthews show on Thursdays in the Jackson and uh, Delta markets. We're excited about that. We'll be talking more about that. So anyway, uh, let's move now to my guest, uh, someone I have a tremendous amount of respect for. We used to work together at the Sun-Herald, and uh, she she's a, a writer and, and, a, and a, uh, a wellness coach. She is uh, she's an inspiration, and we had a terrific visit here back in December. But she's owned to some really cool stuff now that kind of fits with a theme that I've had on this show, and that is a focus on the healthcare industry. And we'll get into some of that here in just a second. But without any further ado, let me welcome back Angela Singletary. How you doing, Angela? I'm great. It's always good to see two of my former coworkers slash bosses, Kyle and Ricky. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we told that story of uh, Angela working for the radio station at one time when she was young, and and then of course she uh, joined our team at the at the Sun Herald for a number of years, and that's how we got to know each other. And she went on to do all kinds of stuff with with her life. More recently, I might add, which is incredibly important, she is the uh, executive director for a really important. Uh, clinic here in coastal Mississippi over in Ocean Springs. It's called the Bethesda Cl- Free Clinic, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. But uh, man, you know, I asked I asked you to tell me what have you been up to since December when we last talked? Because I keep up with you on social media. I see all these twists and turns in your life. Um, you're a busy person. I actually referred to you in the note I sent to Angela. I said you're a, you're a monster. <laughs> it's incredible how hard you work. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, I probably get to credit some of that to my ADHD. It keeps me, you know, wanting to go. Um, And then my kids, of course, are a big motivation. But, um, you know, I I see opportunities to do good, and I I take them, and I'm I'm excited to, to, to have those opportunities, honestly. So listen, uh, we'll tell people about the Bethesda Free Clinic that you're the executive director of and what led you there. And, and we'll, we'll tell that, uh, that that more detailed story in just a second. But tell us just, you know, sort of what's the elevator speech on the clinic? So Bethesda Free Clinic is a clinic that offers completely free basic health and dental care. We have no insurance requirements or expectations, no income limits. Um, so it's completely free, but it's basic health care. We're here to get you back on your feet, keep you out of the emergency room, get you well again so that you can get back to whatever it is that your life is. And as far as dental goes, um, we just offer extractions at this time. Yeah. Well, that is a heck of a service and, and it's uh, volunteer doctors and a, a great team that's working with people and uh, I think what you're going to find as, as the word travels that people need these basic needs and um, I know for a fact they do. There's no question about that from the conversations I have with healthcare professionals up and down the coast. But hey, before we get into the detailed conversation of the free services that are provided by your clinic, um, let's talk a little bit about the society and the work that you've been doing there. So the Society is an anti-bullying foundation. We have um, held several lunch and learns, and next week is our dinner party. We're at the end of the session. I didn't realize that. When we get back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation with Angela Singletary. We'll see you after this.
passion and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the STMM Digital Studio. Um, thank you so much for joining us on Super Talk Mississippi or maybe Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast. We appreciate you joining us in this celebration of Mississippi. And uh, I'm so honored to have my friend with us, Angela Singletary, who is the executive director for the Bethesda uh, Free Clinic. And we're going to talk more about that coming up here shortly. But she also has been involved in a really important uh, sort of nonprofit effort called the Society, something she feels very strongly about for, for some good reason. And uh, they've had a lot of success in a very short period of time. So when we went to break, we're starting to talk about the Society. Tell us more about it, Angela. Yeah, so um, like I said, the Society is an anti-bullying foundation. Um, we started in January and we have held um, four lunch and learns where we teach people about um, situations or uh, different marginalized groups to help people better understand one another because we think that really that's the key to, to connecting is to better understand people and to, to remove the judgment. Um, and then next week we have our first dinner party, uh, which is called the Scandalous Potluck Society. It is is um, Mad Men themed, and we are um, just wanting to bring people together, kind of step outside of what we're used to, our comfort zones, and just, again, connect. We truly believe that deep connection and understanding one another is key to preventing bullying and preventing victimhood. You know, I have seen this because, you know, you and I chatted a little bit about this back in December, but... Um, you know, once the Internet it began enabling people to, to comment, you know, we saw this at the Sun-Herald uh, behind many of our stories. And in fact, we used to have a team of people that moderated the contents. And we thought, you know, for, for sure, the rest of the world, as, at, as the technology continues to advance, moderation will always be part of the situation. Uh, little did we know that in 2007, when the iPhones were introduced by uh, Steve Jobs, and we put this tool in everybody's hands. Everybody can be a reporter now. Everybody can comment now. And then, then the emergence of social media, and we saw that when people are in sort of the the privateness of their own homes, uh, some are in their basements, some are in their pajamas in their bedrooms. They become experts, and they are willing to say anything to anybody that they would not say to them if they were looking at them in the eyes. It is, it, you know, f from the from the point of view of bullying. That what 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 social media has enabled is just it's just terrible, isn't it? It is. It it really is. And like you said, people would never say this to your face. And and I think that's uh, probably why I have or we have chosen to look at bullying from both the bully side but also the victim side because if you can't if you're not a victim then you're not going to get bullied, right? And so um, from the social media side, I think it's important to you know, all, all ages, but especially youth, to really help them understand who they are, to have a sense of self so that they're not so easily um, affected by some keyboard warrior saying something that's just absurd. You know, if you know it's not true, then you're going to say, whatever, it's not true. And of course, it's easier said than done. But I think that that's a key part of anti-bullying is anti-victimhood. I, I definitely agree. And congratulations on, on hitting the ground running and getting people involved in your effort and having this important conversation and sharing the, the conversations that you have. I think I think that's terrific. 
Um, and before we get to the Bethesda Free Clinic, I want to I want to talk a little bit about the Train Museum because it's it has done incredible work in such a short period of time. Now it's I mean they 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 they're pushing for a world record, the largest train museum in the world. Uh, they've mm-hmm. actually traveled to other other countries to see their train museums, and this is it. And uh, you're leading a committee engaged in that. I, I thought that was terrific to see you involved in that. But I'm not surprised because you give so much back to the community. But what are you working on there? So I'm um, Cynthia Minton Walker, who's the CEO of the Train Museum and has really, like you said, led such a huge effort. It's really incredible. If you've not been there, you should go. Um, but she asked me to lead a committee for September where we are focusing on awareness and inclusion for people with special needs. So September is special, is going to be all month long. We're going to have a time block set aside for people with sensory issues to be able to come and enjoy the Train Museum. You know, having a lot of people having big crowds because they do get a lot of people that come having a lot of noises and lights can prevent people who love trains from being able to enjoy the museum so we're able to set aside a time thanks to sponsors to be able to do that Uh, and then throughout the month we're going to have awareness opportunities to help other people understand the challenges that different types of disabilities face whether it's autism um, dyslexia hearing impaired seeing impaired or um, physically impaired Um, we're excited to be able to help people really put themselves in other people's place to better understand because again the more you understand the less you're likely to judge that is true listen i'm not surprised that you have been brought in to lead this effort uh, because i have tremendous respect for cynthia walker um, what a great executive director she's been. If you think about her time working in a multitude of nonprofits, both here and in South Carolina, and as uh, my friend Dave Dennis said about her recently, she is literally brilliant. And so, you know, the the fact that they took this this building and converted it into the largest train museum in the world in a record amount of time, and then she's now involved in sort of outreach into the community. Not surprised to see that at all. She is a hell of a leader, isn't she? She is. She really is. She and my sister worked together with Lynn Meadows to do kind of the similar thing. So I was really honored when she tapped me to lead this committee. Well, congratulations. I'm Again, I'm not surprised to hear that at all. And you've been involved in some other stuff, and we'll, we'll get to it if we get a chance to do that. But you know, how did you get this opportunity to be involved with Bethesda Free Clinic in Ocean Springs? Well, um, so I left Habitat in 2020 to do my life coaching full time, um, and I've done that since. And I was at Rotary Drawdown, and I got a text from three of my friends who happened to be on the board at Bethesda, and they said, hey, have you ever considered running a clinic? And I was like, are you crazy? (laughs) I do have a bachelor's in wellness coaching from Tulane, so I have like a little bit of medical understanding, but um, no, ma'ams, I have not considered that. And so they said, we really want you to apply for this position. Um, We really need somebody who understands the medical in general, but also is willing to really get out there and help spread the word about what we do, um, ensure that we are, you know, being inclusive and um, and fair, and then um, helping with marketing and such. And obviously I have my marketing experience from the paper um, and then other things. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I went in for the interview and it just ended up being honestly a perfect fit. Um, I'm very passionate about you know helping others, and like you've said, healthcare is such 
a huge, huge need. And um, I had no idea this place existed. And I know a lot of people don't know that. So I can't wait to get the word out because certainly people need our services. Listen, uh, I, I have big concerns about healthcare in Mississippi. And you've seen me post about it. Um, if I had to describe my politics, I'm a moderate I'm a moderate Republican. That's what I am. And some of my best friends are moderate Democrats. And 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 we agree on 99.9% of, of, of the things. I think most people in America actually are somewhere in the middle. You know, we want to see our leaders crossing the aisle and finding compromise and stop fighting and try to solve some problems. You know, we, we want to stop talking about, about um, you know, the kind of... <laughs> things we're talking about in America today and get focused on solving issues. And one of the issues in Mississippi that's, that's that I think is a big time problem. And I don't know anyone who with an objective mind who doesn't look at it and 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 agree that we've got a major problem. And it is that 51% of Mississippians live in rural areas and healthcare available healthcare and affordable healthcare especially in rural communities in Mississippi are going down the drain fast. Uh, hospitals are struggling. Hospitals are closing. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned on the on the air the other day. If you're an OBGYN or you're in need an OBGYN and you live in in rural areas of Mississippi, you've got a big problem. But OBGYN is not a, not just the only concern. If you need emergency medical care immediately, you you've got a big problem. And we need to do some reengineering in this state. And uh, we're not having that conversation. And we need to have it. And Part of that is Medicaid expansion. I think that's a, that's something we've got to talk about in this state, and um, and uh, it's 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 a problem. And so the point is, there are a lot of people that struggle. They're part par, they're on the poverty line, or they live in poverty. They don't qualify other for other capabilities, and from an insurance point of view, and they oftentimes, as as I had a terrific conversation just recently with. Lee Bond, who used to be with Singing River Health Systems, is now in the orthopedic world and a doctor that is part of their staff. People, what happens is they get stabilized, but then they need help. They need surgery, but they don't have the means to get the surgery. A lot of people who may need some basic help, maybe they have a sinus infection and they don't go get it dealt with and it ends up becoming a major problem. And that's where yeah. your clinic fits in. It can, you know, some of the basic stuff that people need, they don't go get the help because they can't afford it. And if they would have just gone and, and sought, you know, basic help from a doctor yeah. or a nurse, they could maybe turn their situation around. And we just, we got we to gotta have a more integrated system, a more integrated conversation about it. Hey, when we come back on the other side with, uh, with Angela Singletary, she, she was you know, nodding her head, obviously, while I was talking. But that's the target audience of their, their effort. We're going to talk more about that here shortly. We'll see you on, on the other side. We all love living in Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthew Show on Super Talk 103.1. 
Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. You may notice that the beginning of my shows is slightly different, but it's still got it, that kind of bluesy feel to it. This particular, they call that imaging. You know, as we were in the newspaper industry, when we talked about imaging, I was thinking, I'd be thinking about a photograph or a graphic or something like that, but they use the word imaging to describe the lead-ins and the the, the, the parts that go out of, out of the segments, each each and every segment. But, um, but this one in particular kind of, I love it because in the back, you hear that guitar with a slide, and it reminds me of Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson, the great blues guitarist that uh, became very famous after he died. But his ability to do that guitar inspired a long list of folks, from from Robert Plant to the Rolling Stones to the Beatles. It just, you know, again, Mississippi's influence around the world to music is just incredible. Okay, so back to my friend Angela Singletary, who. Uh, um, who is a, a good friend of this show, and we were talking about this effort she's involved with now. She's the executive director for the Bethesda Free Clinic at um, uh, in, in uh, Ocean Springs. We're going to give you a lot of the basics here shortly, but but you know you heard what I said leading into this segment or or leaving that last segment about people have needs. Um, what's your reaction to that? And expand on that just a tad. You know, I think your your discussion about the where, the the state that Mississippi is in with our medical just shows how much the need is for 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 the poor community. Um, you know, and there's no doubt that there's a need there, um, but there's also a need in in the middle class community because even if you have insurance, it's not always affordable. Sometimes the deductible is so high that it makes it hard to go to the doctor, and that can keep you from seeking help when you have a sinus infection. You'll say, "Oh, it'll get better. It'll be fine," and then you end up with bronchitis, and then you're in the hospital, and then you have a bill that you really can't afford. That bill then gets charged off which then makes all the other bills in the hospital higher. So clinics like ours really actually help alleviate for all health care. And so I think it's key that people know that we're here and understand the services that we offer um, and then support us, you know, when, when they're able to. Um, but there's certainly a huge need for, for basic health care just to keep you on your feet, at work if that's where you are supposed to be and out of the hospitals. Yeah, I get it. I get it so clearly. I've, so many health care professionals tell me that, it's, that, man, this, you know, I think if we were to look at the statistics of how often this happened during the, the during the pandemic, uh, it was just incredible, really. Uh, Dr. Conger, who was on my show regularly to talk about Memorial and how they were dealing with COVID, et cetera, he was a he is an infectious disease doctor. In fact, I got to get him back on to see how things are going in his world these days. But he said that too often he would find someone who maybe had a sore on their foot that became very infected. And uh, instead of going to the doctor because they were afraid to go to the hospital because they were afraid they might catch COVID, they would just wait. And then they'd end up losing a limb because they wouldn't address it. Um, you know, this is, these are the kind of issues. So what you're trying to do is be a triage. You're trying to give people the opportunity to see, you know, there may be a quick solution to whatever your medical issue might be, or it may actually point to something severe that you need to really address pretty quickly. And whether you're poor and don't have the funds or whether, as you pointed out, in the middle class and haven't met your deductible and worried about that, this is an opportunity for you to go to a clinic and be able to see a doctor and get some get some at least some sense of what the possibilities might be. And um, you get to see people in that situation every day, don't you? 
We do. And, you know, it's it's great because they're always so grateful, you know, and it, and we're, we're grateful for them as well because, again, like you said, you know, we really are there to help you keep from getting worse. And I think, you know, you also pointed out that Mississippians are so resilient, and I think that we often tend to push through and say, I got this, it's going to be fine. Um, it's kind of hard to accept help sometimes, but... You know, we're here not to take pity on you or to feel sorry for you. We're here to help you get to where you need to go um, and, and with empathy and compassion and, and love even. I, I get it, man. I, I get it so, so clearly. So, okay. Where are you located? So we are um, on Washington Avenue. Our address is 6912 Washington. We are just south of the interstate in the tax collector's building. So it's easy to miss us, but we are, we're right next door to the tax collector the, where you get your tag um, on Washington Avenue. So what kind of staff? Oh, oh by, by the way, no, let's let's get this covered. It's not eight hours a day, seven days a week. So give give us a sense of what your hours are. So currently we have doctors in-house Monday through Wednesday, 9 to noon. Um, we are open Thursday, 9 to noon. But unfortunately right now our patient load doesn't um, – doesn't require us to, to be open Thursdays. Um, our goal is, my goal is to get us open nine to five, Monday through Friday. Like that's what I want. I want us to have so many patients that we we have to be there for them. Um, and I know that they're out there. I know that we have them, um, but currently our hours are Monday through Wednesday, nine to noon. Okay. So tell me about the doctors. How, how do you find doctors that are willing to work with you guys? You know, I think it's incredible. Not only are Mississippians resilient, but they're so compassionate. We are the hospitality state, and I 100% stand behind that. And we've been lucky to just have doctors and nurses come and want to help us. Um, our current medical director is retired. She was at Memorial, and she gives us her time and skills and talents. Um, we have a nurse supervisor who actually moved here from Texas because her daughter is going to the dyslexic school. Um, and then we have volunteers, nurses, and doctors from all over. Um, two of our dentists are Dr. Ellen Boss and Dr. Barnes. Dr. Barnes actually has been with us since the very beginning. He is our oldest employee, even though he's not an employee, which speaks volumes for what who he is and what he does. Um, so we've really just been so lucky to have people come and say, I want to give back, whether it's because they have the time off or because they're retired and still want to provide you know, services to people. I think it's incredible. Yeah, here, you know, somebody said to me the other day, they hear doctors that are going to Mexico or down to South America and so on. And they applaud that. But but those folks who do that, they should strongly consider how they might be able to help an organization like yours, because there are needs right here in our own community, aren't there? Huge, huge needs. And and again, I don't, I, I know that you get it. And I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I, I don't know that everybody understands the value of, of healthcare and how it affects more than just the person. You know, if somebody ends up, like I said, in the hospital because of bronchitis, a sinus infection that turned to bronchitis, then not only is the hospital bill going to be stuck with the hospitals and therefore the future patients, but they're missing work. Therefore, you know, they could lose their job. And then that means a lack, a loss of a taxpayer. You know, there's a, there's a lot of opportunity for Mississippi to grow because we're last in a few things and, and having a well community is the only way that we're going to get out of last place in these things. 
Having a well community is so important. Uh, and, you know, that's actually where your degree comes in handy because, you know, there's some basics. But, you know, it's interesting because even when I was involved in the Knight Foundation, you know, basic life skills, you would think everybody understands that, you know, how to balance a checkbook, how to take care of your family from a healthcare point of view. But, you know, that that's foolish if you think that way because the reality is most people – Need some education, and you guys can can serve in, in an education point of view pretty seriously, can't you? Yes, we have. I'm so glad you said that because I forgot to talk about our dietitian. We have a registered dietitian that comes every Monday and helps people with their A1C and blood pressure. And we both know that Mississippi leads in that, you know, being the highest in both of those. So she's there to help people figure out what what the track is for them and then cons continuously consults with them we've had people drop a1c like by five points which is huge um and then people who are getting off of blood pressure medicine um and and again that's completely free like anybody can come to that anybody anybody <laughs> yeah. hey so look so you have lab capabilities x-ray capabilities what, what's your what's your capabilities we do not have either. We have a partnership with Alpha um, Medic, who does our lab work for a reasonable price. Um, and then x-rays, all we're able to do is dental right now. Yeah. So if we somebody has a broken bone, they probably should just go to the emergency room or whatever. For sure. But we, one of our doctors is a retired orthopedic. So he is able to give a little bit more skilled work in that world. But yeah, broken bones definitely just have to go to the ER urgent care for sure. And then what about, you know, it's interesting, and you and I talked about this the last time we were on, but, and I, I say it all the time on this show that you never know what someone's going through. I mean, some of the most solid people in the world that you see has something on the inside that's really bothering them, something in their family, something, you know, they can seem to have it all together on the outside, but on the inside, something's really bothering them. People who are really bothered on the outside, it, you know, it may be a small thing, but it could be the straw that broke the camel's back that's causing that. So we should never assume we understand what people are going through. There's always going to be a psychological component involved. And you guys see that too, don't you? We do, and it's one of the reasons why one of the first things that I've done is create connections with um, some core nonprofits in the area um, that we're then able to refer people out to when we hear that they may have a need that we're not able to help with. And Singing River Health Services is the one that we get to refer to for mental work. That's terrific. Listen, uh, when we come back on the other side, we're going to continue our conversation with Angela Singletary and this terrific free clinic that's available to coastal Mississippians. We'll talk more about that. That on the other side. We'll see you after this break. And now, back to more of the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome to the Ricky, back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the STMM Digital Studio. I have my friend Angela Singletary with us, and we're talking about the Bethesda Free Clinic that's open right now three days a week um, from 9, right? 9 in the morning till noon. And it's a place, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how much money you make or whether you have insurance or not, you can go there and get sort of some basic medical help. And also basic dental help. But they'll let you know sort of what your situation from a dental point of view. But they, you know, they don't do fillings and things like that. But they can do extractions if they need to. But and Angela is the executive director there, and uh, they're providing all kinds of help for people. They'll do referrals for psychological purposes, which is what we were talking about before we went to break. They'll do. They have a dietitian that can help help people as well. And um, you know, speaking of dietitian, by the way, you think about. Mississippi, man, we get a bum rap for a lot of good reasons because people here just as a general rule don't eat very healthy, do they? No, no, you know, and, and we have a long history of why that is, but yeah, we don't, we're not so good at it. <laughs> so Angela, what's interesting, I was actually having a conversation with someone, uh, I wish I could recall who it was with, but it was a, gosh, it was so dramatic to hear them talk about this, and that is that so many people in Mississippi, they get their meals from a convenience store. That's the, that's where they get their meals from. And, of course, yeah. there's very few things you can buy at a convenience store that's going to be healthy, but at least it's food for them. Oh, I know. It's, uh, it was uh, um, Extra Table. Uh, my friend Martha yeah. Allen was explaining you know, that's why they have such a drive to provide meals for people uh, through food pantries, et cetera, across the state to help people have another source of healthy food. And they're really focused on that. But it's something that, I, you know, when you get the opportunity to sit down with someone and educate them about this, it can make a difference, can it? It really can. You know, much like you talked about hospitals closing, you know, those same areas face food deserts. And, and it's and it's and it's also generational, right? So if you were raised one way, then it's hard to understand what you're supposed to do versus what you've been doing. Um, and so there's a lot of layers. Extra Table is an incredible organization. They are. In fact, they they their goal was to be in 82 counties. And last I heard, they were in 80 counties now. So just two counties to go before they're providing food to 82 counties. And Martha and, um, and Robert St. John, who had the vision for creating it, have done just a magical work in developing this this network of uh, of companies that are working with them from everything from providing food to distribution food pantries can't wait to see the trucks arrive it's it's awesome what they've been able to do but again part of the part of their focus is on educating people what healthy eating is all about for those so so many people that just get their food from a convenience store it's hard to get your head around that but it's true i mean that's just Again, you got to think 51% of Mississippians live in a rural area, so they don't have the the, the access to food the way that that everyone, you know, the people who live near uh, where there are population centers, for example, across the state, they don't have that same kind of availability. So it makes a big difference. Um, okay, so Bethesda Free Clinic. I want to really put the focus on this now? Nine to noon. 
Wednesdays, excuse me, Monday through Wednesday, hope to do ultimately nine to, or, or nine to four or five every single day through Friday. And the only the only barrier to that entry is simply more patience. So if you have a need and you are, you're holding off for some reason, don't hold off. Go Let them help you. And I, I think it can make a big difference. What's your sort of your last pitch on this before we end our session together? You know, just that self-care isn't selfish, and that goes into my wellness coaching as well. You know, I I encounter so many, well, well me, I coach women, but people, because again, Mississippi's are, Mississippians are resilient. We don't want to ask for help. You know, we're tired of looking like we're last, and so we don't want to be pitied, um, but the Bethesda Free Clinic is here to help you prevent all that and, and to get well and to take care of yourself because you cannot take care of your others if you're not taking care of yourself. Angela, it's amazing to me that you have doctors, some retired, that are willing to volunteer their time. Gosh, you know, coast of Mississippi is so full of organizations that are filling gaps all over the place. And the people that come out of the woodwork to volunteer their time, I mean, it never stops being inspiring, does it? It really, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's and and you know, again, I know we get the most terrible rap across the country, but we have some of the most amazing humans on this coast, hands down, and in this state, but especially on the coast. I know, I know, we do. Okay, so what are you, uh, what are you going to do for the rest of the day today as we start to wind this down? I, I bet you have plenty of things to be focused on. Yeah, I have. I have another interview later, um, and then I am working on social media for Bethesda, which you know is is can be a bear. But I'm excited to to get some publicity out there. So, and how are your kids doing? They are so good. They are so good. This is such a fun season of parenting for me, you know, and I know the teens get hard and the babies are hard and I'm kind of right in that sweet spot and I'm just like soaking it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there with my grandkids too and I can't get enough. I literally cannot get enough. Paul yeah. Paul is their buddy and I'm going to be there for them whenever they want to be with me. That is for sure. Hey, listen, Angela Singletary, it has been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. This has been awesome. Thank you so much, Ricky. You bet. Listen, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. You too. Bye. Mississippi Media Production.